Hey friends, this is Mariah. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Along the Journey podcast. This episode is a little different because I don't have a guest with me today, but I wanted to do a quick episode about the importance of reflecting and something called the story of the year. So we know it's a time of transition into a new year, and so many of us are just so ready to move on to 2021. Maybe we already have, but the gift of reflection is something that has been standing out to me lately. Why reflect on anything, I wonder? Why not just move on? Why not just jump into the new year? I mean, doesn't it kind of feel right to simply move on and forget all the hard stuff from 2020? A part of me feels that way at least. Self-reflection is not something I want to do very often, especially after this year, after a year that seemed to have brought all things to the surface that we try to hide. I don't know about you, but I don't necessarily want to look back at my mistakes in times of hurt, but something I've realized recently is that in order to walk into the next season with less resentment, baggage, and shame, then I need to look those things in the face. I need to actually process some of what I went through to learn from it. And to remember the good that's happened because the year wasn't all bad. And self-reflection at any time is, is very helpful. I think the best thing I did all year was back in August. I took some time to reflect and reset on my report priorities and reevaluate how I want to respond and live out the next season. And it really helped me to shift. If we never pause to look at our lives, we may miss the whole point of living. Ed Catmull, the president of Pixar, talks about the importance of reflection and self-evaluation in his book Creativity, Inc. He said although they want to immediately move on to the next project after wrapping up a movie, it would greatly hinder their growth in the future if they don't look over their wins and losses from the movie they just finished. As he puts it, they need to be honest and look at the problems, address disagreements, and think about what they can do better. And especially look at the things that were uncomfortable and hard, which helped them not to carry resentment and shame into future productions, which he believed could destroy their ability to work together and move forward well. And I saw this translating into our lives well. If we don't look at what we learned and what we could do better, the next season could be us just walking into 2020, dragging all of our problems and all of our burdens with us. Instead, we need to look back and let go. Someone shared with me a tool to help do that called the story of the year. It's where you write out the story of your year, what you felt, what you learned, the wins, the losses, the real stuff. And the nice thing is you don't have to actually tell anyone, but you can simply write it out. And maybe in rereading it, you can see that there's a lot of heavy stuff there. And it's good to realize that. It's amazing the growth that you've gone through and that you are where you're at right now. Maybe there was a lot of good in the last year, but it was hidden underneath all the bad that you just need to uncover and remember. So I decided to read my story of the year for you all as an example, and I hope it encourages you to do some reflecting as well. Well, This year started off pretty good for me. I actually started and ended the year with two different friends getting married. So those were exciting and special events to be able to be a part of. Though moving into springtime, 
early spring, I got really anxious and I got really depressed. And it was unrelated to COVID, just some stuff I had to work through. But I practically shut down for a bit. There's lots of fe- lots of tears and lots of feelings felt. And I sat in it for a while. Looking back, I think that was what I needed to do. Not to try and move on quickly, but to allow myself to struggle with it. To sit in the mess, to sit in the hard feelings, and give myself time to deal with it. To try and heal. To look it in the face and ask, how should I move forward? And it was a transformative thing because it forced me to wake up and realize I had to change how I talked to myself. The way I thought of myself, the words I spoke over and over in my head were bad and it needed changing if I wanted to get better and grow as a person. I made some mistakes this year. Um, I had to relearn lessons I learned before, which is really frustrating. I said things I shouldn't have said. I, I was hurt this year and I felt hurt from things that happened in the past. Things I thought I should have moved on from and shouldn't affect me anymore. But I did grow and learn and step into good and great things, mostly little things that made a big impact over time. But I'm grateful for this year. Not when focusing on the bad, but the good instead. I found myself overwhelmed day after day this year of the gift of life I have been given. I have no idea how long I will live, but today I'm grateful for today. Although my life is not ideal, I aspire the ideal life I aspire to live. It is an incredible gift nonetheless. I started some really good habits this year and got into a more healthy routine. One of those habits was reading more, especially especially before bed, which really helped me fall asleep. Another habit was getting up early to add some worship time in my morning routine, and that helped me so much by giving me a time to lay all my burdens down and and just give them to Jesus before I even left the house. It definitely lightened my spirit a bit each day and was definitely worth getting a little less sleepover. Some big wins for me this year. First was the podcast with this podcast, actually, with Joey, um, especially just because it was, you know, to do something that I never, ever thought I would do was a big deal. It was scary, a lot of work, but it's been good, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to connect with others in a new way and to provide a platform to share the stories that might not otherwise be heard or known, and hopefully um, it's an encouragement as well. Another big win was actually buying a vehicle, which was a big um, thing for me. I'm I'm really grateful to have a more reliable vehicle now. This year, I found a lot of little things that encouraged me. Um, I read some really challenging and encouraging books. Um, The top three ones I think of now are The Hardest Piece, The Gift of Being Yourself, and The Ragamuffin Gospel. All were full of necessary and helpful words for me to chew on for a while. Also, this may sound super uncool, but I was really encouraged by some emails I received this year, some random quotes and scriptures on Instagram, and many little conversations with friends and family. Um, In the summer, I got uh, discouraged and down about my ability to grow and become the person I want to be, which is more like Jesus, and I realized it was a pattern, which really woke me up, honestly. Um, so I decided to read or, and recite Philippians 1.6 every day 
um, which is God who began this great work within you will not stop until it is complete when Jesus Christ comes again. And um, you know what? I would say that was what helped me the most out of anything else all year um, to daily and sometimes more than that, tell myself God has not only worked in your life, but he's not done and he won't give up. He won't stop that work until it is complete. And to repeat to myself, I am changed and changing still. Wow, I did I need to know that every day? Because, man, I just don't see what he's doing all of the time. And, yeah, it was really helpful. Um, I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels a lot of different things. But for me, at times this year, I've, I was driven, confident, very purpose-filled and content At other times, I felt lonely, confused, stuck, unsure of everything I thought I was sure of. Family was hard this year. Peace with others felt almost impossible at times. There were some weeks and months when I talked to God and it seemed he wasn't responding. I felt unable to connect with him. Do you ever feel that way? I craved desperately to connect with God. Why does he seem and feel so far away sometimes? But... I got to know God deeper and deeper this year. Maybe because I felt that distance, it changed things a little bit. I learned that as life gets worse, he is getting better. I'm, And because I'm discovering that he is better and better than I've ever known or ever imagined. As a song I like says, I couldn't have dreamed of a better God. I couldn't have dreamed of a better father. And I think that's beautiful. But also I truly believe that what I felt God really pressed into my heart this year is that he just wants to be known. The last thing I want to do is paint a picture to all of you that I've somehow arrived in any way, because I have not. Maybe I would have thought I had in some way if I hadn't taken the time to sit down and reflect on all this, but it's good to remember that I'm still in the middle. And it's really good to think back on the year at what and who has gotten me here, So hopefully I can step more fully into this season, letting go of all else. There's a good, there's good ahead and there's security in knowing I don't walk alone. And I know that life is about the journey, which is a huge theme here and inspiration for the name of this podcast. And life's about all the little things. I will never totally get everything or have the perfect perspective or habits or routine or whatever, but I'm growing. I have changed. I'm moving forward, and that's the goal. Okay, so now we're going to do a little 2020 Q&A review with the siblings. I have Joey and Hope sitting here. And for those who don't know who Hope is, that's our younger sister who is a senior at Indiana Wesleyan. And yeah, we're just going to get into it. So we're all sitting around one microphone here. So it's going to sound really good as we do all of this. Okay, I'm going to ask the questions and we're all going to answer them, okay? I might not answer some of them. It'll mainly be Hope answering and me sitting here quietly. And Mariah. We want Joey to answer for all of them. We want Joey to answer. They're not long. Okay. (laughs) Um, we're going to start with <laughs> favorite memory. <laughs> um, Do I go first? I don't have any memories. <laughs> oh, 
Do I go next? Okay, my favorite memory oh. was with my niece, Brinley, when she pretended to be my mom and tucked me into bed and read me a story and sang a song and patted my head and kissed me on the cheek, and it was, like, a really cute moment. And she's three years old. <laughs> um, so I kind of have two. Um, so the first one was being able to go to our friend Becca's wedding that was in Guatemala. Our family got to go, and that was the very beginning of 2020, right before COVID hit. Um, so I'm really happy. I'm sure they are, too, that we got to go before COVID hit. Um, and then second is kind of like an overarching memory of... Um, being a senior this year, I was able to live in a house with a bunch of my friends. Um, and so I'm thankful that we plan to do that ahead of time since, um, we were able to hang out with less people and stuff with COVID this um, year. Do you um, have my one? favorite memory was, I don't remember anything that happened to 2020. Okay. It's all blur, baby. What was your favorite movie watched this year? For me, I have three because I couldn't pick one. First one is Enola Holmes, which is on Netflix, which was really good and entertaining. <laughs> and then the second was Tenet, which I saw in theaters a couple times with Joey. And the third yeah. was Soul, which we just watched on Christmas Day, which is a really good Pixar movie on Disney+. Plus. Highly recommend that one. Go, go, hope. Mm. Go for it. I also like Tenet and Soul, but I, instead of, uh, I couldn't think of a movie that was my favorite, and so I picked the show Haunting of Hill House that I watched this year. Mm. Um, the second season came out this year, and I watched it with a bunch of my roommates, and it was a blast. A little creepy, but pretty good. Hmm. Tenet, baby. <laughs> How many times have you seen it now, Joey? Nice Tenet. Uh, maybe five. <laughs> I don't remember. Four or five. And now you got it for Christmas. So. <clears throat> Now I haven't. I'll watch it many, many more times. That's right. Okay, what was your guys' favorite meal this year? If you can think of one. I didn't eat. <laughs> you didn't eat food this year? <laughs> For a year straight. Um, oh. We had a Friendsgiving. Not Friendsgiving. We did a second Thanksgiving mm -hmm. on February friends. 14th this year. Valentine's and that was Day? super fun. And everyone made food and the food was super good. So that was probably... Yeah. My favorite meal. Um, sometimes at school, um, Josh and I, my boyfriend, will make garlic lime chicken and rice like pretty much every week. And so that was fun because we kind of get tired of cafeteria food. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, that's been fun. Okay. You know, I w had the opportunity to eat a lot in 2020. Mm, um, yeah. The one thing that really stood out <laughs> was this place... Uh, we checked out called Little Caesars Pizza. <laughs> this brand new little I, mom and pop. Nothing stands out. Actually, I did eat like mm. a one pound burrito from Moe's oh, one good. time. That did was like up? not the best burrito, mm. but that was a memorable <laughs> thing. <laughs> I puked up a rotten apple this <laughs> summer. Nice, nice. That's a good meal. Um, win. What? Uh, I was getting ready to Would go somewhere early in this morning. Would you consider that a good meal? No, but it's, like you said, memorable. I had to be at a training at 8 a.m., and I hadn't eaten, and I'd taken vitamins, and so I felt like I was going to throw up. Mm -hmm. And then I grabbed an apple, and I took a big bite of it, and then I saw that it was moldy. And then <laughs> and then I puked everywhere, and then I had oh. to go to my meeting. So that was good. <clears throat> well, I wish I had. I wish I had a story like that now after you guys <laughs> both shared terrible <clears throat> stories of food. Yeah. How dare you? I didn't share anything terrible. Oh, I guess I guess you just said it was a good big burrito. Uh, okay, next question oh is gosh. 
What was your favorite date with Josh? Oh. <clears throat> um, so when we all had to leave school for COVID, he went back to Florida because that's where him and his family live, and so we didn't see each other for a couple months. Um, and then I got to visit him and his family in, like, two months later or something. Um, and still everything was, like, closed down, so we could just, like, go to the beach and then just, like, chill. And so we went to the beach that we had gone to, like, two and a half years prior, like, the first place we went together. And then we were trying to get away from crowds of people, and we had to walk four miles one way without realizing how far we walked. So we were very tired at the end of the day because we had to walk all the way back. But that stands out as, like, a, a fun day where we ended up, like, walking the whole beach and stuff. My favorite date <laughs> with Josh that you went on was um, when you played Call of Duty oh. Warzone with him, and then he's like... Okay, we need to run over here and do something, and you're, like, running into a door. And I was, like, talking, and I was like, oh, hey, how you doing? Um, can you hear me? And I thought my mic was muted, and he's like, mm, I can hear you. So, that was cute. Hey. Favorite moment with friends this year? Hmm. Um, so me and my friends usually do a bunch of just, like, dumb things that we don't plan, um, and one night... Uh, towards the end of the semester, we were about to go to bed because we were all really tired. It was like one in the morning on like a Friday night or something. Um, and this one of my friends walked by. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun. One of my, one of my roommates like saw someone walk by, and she, for some reason she yelled out like they're pranking us. And so we 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 freak out and we sprint out of our house that for no reason. I know they just walked by, and so we chasing these people down. And then once we catch them, we realized they weren't doing anything, and they just stared at us. We just stared at them. It was really really awkward. And then we all just started laughing We're like, haha, oh you're not pranking us? That's funny. And then through the course of that night, we ended up staying up like. Until, like, 5 a.m., like, pranking other people, and then there was, like, there was, like, police on campus, we started, like, chasing the police cars to see what was happening, okay. and then running into a different building, and, wow. um, we, uh, everything was fine, but we scared one of our roommates to death when we came back, because she thought everyone was, oh, like, asleep. No. Well, not literally to death, she oh. shut up. <laughs> um, but she was very scared, and then she got up and went out pranking with us again, so we were gonna go to bed at 1, it ended up being about, like, 4 or something, so... You know, just stupid college stuff. You know, the yeah. usual. Yeah, yeah, we know. know. Yeah. Right, I know. Yeah, I was going to say, my favorite moment with friends was like, oh, what did I do with friends? Uh, I went to dinner with friends. Sick. <laughs> That's pretty much all. I, I was like, what yes. else did I do? I don't know. One time I was hanging out with some of my friends, and mm -hmm. yes, I do have friends. Um, <laughs> Many of them. You were wondering. I, I mean, it was just a few weeks ago, but I was hanging out with friends, and... Just the power went out for like <laughs> half of Warsaw. We're oh, hanging out. Just the power was out. Okay. Randomly. Oh. So spontaneous. It's silly of you I guys. It was pretty fun. What did you do? Is that the while question? The, power was out? the most fun memory. Favorite. Mm -hmm. Is that your favorite memory? <laughs> well, I guess that's my favorite because that's the one <laughs> that you said that I have said. That's funny. What did you do while the lights were out? Just like sat there, pointed flashlights at stuff, and pointed no, I think we look, played it's a door. We played some game, some <laughs> like card game. Light some candles. Yeah. Play some board games. Yes. Flashlight tag. I don't remember which one. I Favorite new thing you did this year. Freaking dab on the whip. 
<laughs> well, we have all joined TikTok. That's new. Um, I'm really close to viral. I got 54 likes on my TikTok I posted yesterday. Wow. Watch out, Charlie D'Amelio. Um, favorite TikTok of recent? Oh, oh my gosh. Um, the easiest one to describe that is really funny is there's this guy sitting in a tub like a bathtub full of milk and he has goggles on and he comes up out of the milk and then he pours a whole like huge box of fruity pebbles on him and then it just like plays a song in the background and it's like kind of in slow motion it's It's beautiful yes next this is the best format for people listening to enjoy tiktok (laughs) i'm sure that's like (laughs) okay my my favorite mine is um this guy who asked these little preschoolers uh, these random questions, and uh, the one that I really liked is really funny. Is he asks he asks the first girl if she's smart, and she says yes, and then she, <laughs> <laughs> and then he asks her, he asks her what lawyers do, and she says they pee on themselves, <laughs> and he's like they do. That's what lawyers do, and she says yes, and yeah, I don't know. It's just really That's cute good and funny. <laughs> Just try to imagine that with a bunch of little kids. You can't arrest me. Uh, you can't arrest me on the cake bar. I mean, the yeah, thing. but there's so many good ones. There's this art by Liv um, <laughs> recreates screenshots from Star Wars. Oh. Just like creates the faces that the characters mm. are making at any given moment. There's one where these two guys are sitting on some train tracks, fist bumping a frog that's also sitting on the train tracks <laughs> with them. That's pretty good. So if you could just imagine... Are you going to put those in those uh, podcast Yeah, I, mean, I hope so. We'll yeah, we're going to try to do that these. so you guys can enjoy what we have can described. So you don't have to try and can imagine Can't arrest me, I'm the cake balls. That's pretty good. Okay, next. Favorite creative endeavor. Let me pick for my long list. As a creative person, <laughs> this is really a tough question. <laughs> uh, this summer when I saw some of my friends for the first time in a while, we tried to do... Like those, I don't even, not like splatter paints, but like you pour a bunch of different colors of paint in a cup and then pour it on the canvas and then spin around. And then we accidentally got paint all over our entire bodies, like splashed on ourselves. <laughs> but, and only one of the canvases look, can I? Canvases? No, it's not canvas. <laughs> canvases <laughs> look very good. Um, it, it wasn't mine that looked good, but uh, we have them hanging in our townhouse, so. That was somewhat fun and creative. Yeah. I also make a lot so of coffee. Many can vibes. Yeah. Can <laughs> Shut up. I just felt like it wasn't I, canned. How did you my creative endeavor of this year, um, I did my makeup once. Oh, more than once, that but okay. Oh, maybe twice. I, Actually, we painted um, these little canvases oh. as a, for mom. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's going to be fun to edit, you guys. <laughs> for mom's birthday. I don't want to do any editing. <laughs> um, so <laughs> that was... That was good, and we learned that we are all okay artists. It was very <laughs> stressful. And it I was a little stressful. Why was it stressful? Because I'm really bad at art. And you I was like, like copied. But you you made were the best one. Yeah, you were so yeah, good. You but it took me a long sample. Yeah. Joey, what about your yeah. creative endeavors this year? <laughs> <laughs> Put questions I can you will. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the quiz. Yeah. <laughs> built you built. Shelf? You built shelves. Built, I mean, hey, yeah, I mean, I creatively built some shelves that are bad. Favorite creative endeavor was making the Mud Love Rebash video. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That's good. Tim and I 
worked long hours. <laughs> I'm sure that you did, though. <laughs> to edit that video. And it is the uh, Best. height of my achievement. Okay. Place of growth. Oh, let's take a serious hair. turn. Thanks. Yeah. Your hair? Yeah. Your beard? Also? No, just my hair grows. Okay. Um, Cut it. Alright, anyway, 2020 was a weird year, but I feel like, I feel like I grew in the area of understanding, like, what I believe and why I believe it, um, and then how to communicate that, um, and then just, like, in knowledge and purpose, um, in my, like, future career, or, like, why I want to do what I first thought I wanted to do. Um, so I'm a social work major. So at first I was like, oh, social work seems fun. And then now I feel like a lot of, um, purpose and have some of those base level skills to do the job I want to do. Still don't know everything, but I feel like I'm getting there. Um, I wrote down gratitude, um, because for me, that's a, like a huge, um, way that I grew this year in a very, like, practical and legitimate way. I think in the past I've been like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for this or I'm thankful for this. But it's a huge difference where it's like I, like, I used to not be super grateful for, like, my life in general. I, I feel like comparison and um, just focusing on things I didn't have or abilities I didn't have or skills I didn't have and interests and whatever – um, so I wasn't just, I wasn't grateful for my life in general. And this year that kind of changed and I'm really grateful for that, that I genuinely changed my perspective and, um, or God changed it for me because that, I'm sure that was him working in my life a lot. Yeah. So gratitude. Yeah. All that same stuff that you guys said. Oh, okay. Same thing. Cool. Play us a song. Oh. I'll tell you what I'm thinking about. I'll tell you what I'm thinking about. <laughs> oh you can't arrest me. I'm the cake boss. Oh my god. Okay. New, what's a new habit from the last year? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, I drink <clears throat> a lot of coffee, but that's not new to this year. I... Nope, I'm the same. I already said this earlier, but I started the habit of reading more. Um, and then also another habit I started was oh. I put up my phone at night and I got an alarm clock out, which seems like probably really weird. But it I just noticed that I was like using my phone a lot at night and I wasn't sleeping very good or I couldn't fall asleep very much or I was just feeling anxious about like, oh, I might get notifications or whatnot. And that also helped me really form the habit of reading at night, too, because I didn't have my phone on me. Um, I also uh, listen to a lot of podcasts now. That's new oh, to yeah. this year. Like, I used to not well, do that. What was your favorite podcast? Um, I have a couple, and it's very basic of a social work <laughs> major to say of me, but Brene Brown <laughs> is the best. Oh I know, I know. Um, she has an episode with Abram Kendi, who wrote How to Be an Anti-Racist, and then her one on shame and accountability are probably my two favorites. Oh, my, oh, and Along the Journey podcast oh, wow. is my all-time favorite, yes. That, one as well. uh, that is Unprompted. probably my first yeah. top one. Wow. Ooh. Top one. And I said, yes. oh, a thousand times. Like yeah. I am um, well, Wait, what are you guys' favorite podcasts? Mission Life podcast with Nathan Metz. 
Even though he's That's done good. making more... I will still, like, re-listen to some of them. They're really, yeah. really good. I like uh, The Adventure Zone. It's a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. <laughs> what? Which I don't play Dungeons & Dragons, but um, it's just... It's pretty fun to listen to people who mostly don't know how to play, at least at the beginning, just having fun. Um, also, some podcasts about movies, like uh, Lessons from the screen- Screenplay mm-hmm. and Show Me the Meaning podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Malcolm Gladwell's podcast is really good, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Revisionist yeah. History. Revisionist History. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't I don't read a lot of books, but I like to listen to authors' podcasts. Mm-hmm. And Kurt Thompson, who wrote Soul of Shame, um, is on a podcast with I can't remember who it is, but it's Typology Podcast, which they usually do Enneagram stuff. Um, but they had him on there, um, and it's like an hour and a half, like really good podcast talking about how uh, shame affects each type. But they also talk about like in general each type of person, not mm-hmm. just like Enneagram stuff. So that yeah. was really good. Okay, our last last question I have here is favorite book, which I'm going to also do a TV show because hope you don't oh really read. So, <laughs> of the year. TV show. So, not of all time, but just Your favorite year. book, or if you're illiterate. <laughs> or an idiot. <laughs> but it's not really. Well, it's I'll a, say the right answer. It's a journal the Bible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mariah told me to say Jesus. that. Jesus. Um, it's actually um, by a mix of authors. You just said Mariah told you to say Jesus. that. I said Mariah you could say me. that as a joke because you Mariah said you didn't said, read any books. Say the Bible, idiot. No. This is a crazy podcast. <laughs> it's actually not. Technically. What? Whoa! You okay. heard it here first. We're not a Christian podcast. <laughs> not. <laughs> That's how Mariah just laughed. <laughs> Anyways, I don't get to read a lot of for fun. And uh, because I hate it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except Harry Potter, but I'm not basic, so I'm not going to say Harry Potter. Um, you just did. Shut basic. up. Um, I have a textbook. It was, well, it's technically a textbook, but of course, a seminar class. So it's like a workbook. It's called Search for Significance. Um, we read it in our class talking about finding significance in the work that you do and have a meaningful life. Um, but there's a lot of good, like, small pieces in that. I really only scanned it for the semester, but I'm going to read it in full later. Um, and then, <sighs> favorite TV I was going to say Community, um, her favorite oh, yeah. TV Community show this year. Community was good. Because that was the first time I was watching um, I didn't read. I didn't read a lot of books this year, um, but I just reread uh, Ready Player One. It was pretty fun to go through that again, but probably my favorite one was I listened to the biography of uh, Leonardo da Vinci by Oscar Isaacs. Hmm. Um that's not his name. That's the actor. Yeah. By Walter Isaac or Walter Isaacson. I don't remember his last name. But um, yeah, it's just great. Based on like his mainly his notebooks and then letters mm. of people that had like interacted with him and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just like what a guy. Like mm-hmm. he would have these notebook pages that would have like cadaver studies. It would have like. I mean, he's like a scientist, mm-hmm. a mathematician, an incredible artist, wow. an engineer. Mm. Um, so he would have these like incredibly meticulous drawings detailing all of the muscles mm-hmm. in the face oh and how each one controls different motions and which emotions each one pertains to. And then on the same thing, he would have like a drawing of like, oh, here's like how 
what I think a flying machine might work. But of course, it, <laughs> yeah. one didn't get built for another 400 years or whatever. Yeah. He's like, oh, here's a drawing of some ideal city. And then here's some poetry. And here's like a shopping list all on each like one page because he would just sort of be his mind would be in mm. a million different places all at once. Yeah. Um, so it's just interesting to uh, sort of get into the mind of someone like that. Mm-hmm. Remind me a lot of hope. Yes, I was mm. thinking the same thing. Mm. <laughs> oh, I remembered my oh, yeah. TV series. Um, so the old TV show Parenthood that came out like in 2010 or something. Um, I hadn't seen it, but my roommate Cardia told me to watch it. And so we were kind of like watching it at the same time when we were like when we got sent home for um, COVID. So that's like six seasons. So I had a lot of time on my hands. So that was really good. I was really sad when it ended, but yeah, it was really good. And favorite book of this year is really hard because I read, there's probably like four books that I really, really loved. Um, But the two that really stand out still are The Gift of Being Yourself by David Benner, I think his last name is. And um, it's a really short, small book, maybe like 100 pages. And I think it came out early 2000s. But it was one of those that, like, practically helped me. And just, like, the way that I, like, think of myself and think of my life and think about um, my relationship with others and just, like, accepting myself and accepting, like, the gifts that I have um, really did help help me a lot. We were supposed oh, to say TV show yet? No. Oh. Okay, you you say TV show and lighten the mood. No, you ended the podcast. No, no she I didn't. didn't. Um, we should say how many times we think we will poop in twenty twenty one. Okay. Get- did you know there's a poop app? <laughs> it's called Poop days. Map, I mean, where you can drop you can drop the poop and like rate it and like add a <gasps> selfie. It's awesome. Oh my gosh! And then it's disgusting. a competition. You, it's a competition. You can add your friends and make like a league. That's a couple a of my friends. That is if, the more you poop, the more points you get. In this episode, we listened to what my year was like and then talked to my siblings, Joey and Hope. They're really cool. And now, listen to this little jingle. Read a book. Yo, 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 Okay, Joey, what's your... Can't arrest me. Oh, <laughs> uh, mine is. So, I had overall a really good year. It was a lot of ups and downs, a lot of tough stuff that we all went through, you know? But, you know, I just hope that, I just hope that you can hang in there as, as we go along the journey together, all of us, and that you put your phone up and get a, an alarm clock put in your room, you know, read some books as you go to sleep, because that helps me go to sleep. And that's it. I have, what do you say at the end? What do you say? <laughs> no, she doesn't say that. See, no, talk but, to you soon. Talk to you soon. And. Uh, and phones are bad. Get an alarm clock. Talk to you soon. Hee <laughs> hee.